I've been talking, I started on seed time and harvest. Genesis 8, 22 says, as long as the earth remains, there will be seed time and harvest. There'll be cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. They shall not cease as long as the earth is here. So the process of sowing and reaping is neither old covenant or new. It's God's law. It's in place. You can't change it. It will be there. And he says, as long as the earth remains, it will be there. So we're going to been talking about it. But last week, I, I thought I need to lay a little more foundation and I'll talk about the seeds you sow. And I said, this is going to be a year that whatsoever you say, good or bad, you're going to reap in the latter part of this year. It's a time to be careful what you say. Be careful what you say. And, uh, and that's where he, he was showing me that, that it's seed time and harvest. And, uh, and then he got to show me, but where did the seeds coming out of your mouth come from? They come from the heart. God's given you a new heart, and there's an old one you can tap into if you want to. But God said, Ezekiel 36, I'll give you a new heart and a new spirit, and I'll Take away that stony heart and I'll give you a heart of flesh and I'll put my Holy Ghost in you, hallelujah, and cause you to walk in my ways, hallelujah. In Jeremiah 24, 7, he says what? I will give you a heart, a new heart to know me. <clears throat> no more whether we know the Lord or not. Every man's going to know him from the least to the greatest. That's what he said in Hebrews chapter 8. So it's out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth what? Speaks. As I was sitting in my office, I've got pages of notes. And I don't know if you know this, but it gets harder and harder for me to get up here and follow these things. And I was sitting there thinking about all of this. And I thought, God, is so hard. And it came to me so clear. Proverbs 16. He says, the preparation of the heart and the answer of the tongue comes from the Lord. He said, a prepared heart's better than a prepared message. Amen. That's where we are. It's better your heart, a preparation of the heart, and the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. So that's you. And so when your word, you speak his words. Remember in Acts chapter 4, he said, Lord, be, behold their threatenings. They had already told them not to preach in the name of Jesus anymore. And they beat them and said, now don't go preach. And they had them locked up in, in prison. Well, an angel came and simply opened the door and brought them out. And he said to them, go into the temple and preach all the words of this life. So they went back to the temple. But the priest was going to go get them and bring them back so they could beat them a few more times. <clears throat> and they went to get them and they wasn't there. And they got all been out of shape because they wasn't there. And somebody says, those people that you said not to preach anymore, guess what? They're back and they're preaching. And you know what it says? They didn't know what to do. And it says they cease not to continually preach in the temple the name of the Lord. Yes. So it's, it's in your heart. God said, and you know, he told me a couple of years ago, <clears throat> I think it's probably, he said, I want you to preach life. Preach the words of this life. The rest of that religion won't get you anywhere. But the words of this life. And that's what the angel said. Go and preach the words of this life. And so we're just talking about life. <clears throat> Remember Paul said, 
<coughs> Excuse me. Belly, belly. Galatians 6, 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth, that shall he weep. If you sow to the flesh, you'll of the flesh reap corruption. If you sow to the Spirit, you will of the Spirit reap life <coughs> everlasting. Those laws are still in place. Because <coughs> out of the what? What did James say? Out of the same place comes bitter and sweet water. Well, they can come out of the same mouth, but you got a new heart and you can go tap into that old heart if you choose to. But thank God we don't have to. You can purpose in your heart, his heart, what you want to say. And he prepares that heart and he prepares those words that you're going to say. <clears throat> so I'm not sure where all this is going. But I got weeks to do it all. I'm not even, if I get any of it done today, it's fine. If I don't, I still don't care. Jesus continually likened faith as a seed being planted. If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, he said, you shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and go yonder place and it will obey you. And, and that's in Matthew, where's that at? I don't even know, 1720. <clears throat> if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, that's not very big. Just say. Now, it's important what we say. So we've got to start seeing that what we say and believe what we say. And, and that's the thing I wanted to get to. You know, I was just reading in the book of Acts, and this is not in my notes. And so I, I, I come across something because I kept seeing this is a year, the preparation of the hearts from the Lord, and this is a year for you to speak. And those seeds, you will we see those happen. That's true. But this morning at about 5 o'clock, I usually wake up early in the morning preaching to myself. And I preach myself happy on a regular basis. <clears throat> but he reminded me in chapter 15 of the book of Acts. And they said, the, verse 1, it says, Certain men which came down from Judah taught the brethren, and said, Except you be circumcised after the man of Moses, you can't be saved. And there was no small dissension. This was not a small dissension. And so they came to the elders at, at Jerusalem. And they came, and the elders came together to consider this matter. And when they had been much disputing, say much disputing. If I'd have been there, there'd have been a lot more. <laughs> much disputing. Peter rose up and said, Men and brethren, you know that a good while ago, God made choice among us that the Gentiles by my mouth should hear the word of the gospel. You hear that? Hear the word of the gospel. And believed. And God, which knows the heart, bear them witness, giving them the Holy Ghost, even as he did us, and put no difference between us and them, purifying their hearts by faith. Now, therefore, why tempt you, God, to put a yoke upon the neck of the disciples, which neither us or our fathers were able to bear? But we believe that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be saved even as they. Then the multitudes kept silence and gave audience to Barnabas and Paul, declaring what miracles God wrought among the Gentiles. And after they had held their peace, James answered and said, Men and brethren, hearken unto me. Simeon hath declared how God at first did visit the Gentiles to take out a people for his name. Now, Peter was saying, 
that he went to Cornelius. Cornelius and his household came. And Peter stood up to preach to them about what Jesus had done. While Peter yet spake, the Holy Ghost fell on them. While he's in the process of speaking, the Holy Ghost fell on them. And they were all amazed that the Gentiles could be saved. Now, keep that in your mind. Now, listen. <clears throat> After they had held their peace, James answered, said, Men and brethren, hearken unto me. Simeon hath declared how God did first visit the Gentiles to take out a people for his names. And to this the word of the prophets agree as it is written. After this I will return and will be, begin to build again the tabernacle of David. How many of you know the Most High doesn't dwell in temples made with hands? And he says, which is fallen down. And I will build again the ruins thereof. I will set it up that the residue of the men might seek after the Lord. And the Gentiles upon my name is called, saith the Lord, who does these things. Known unto God are all his works from the beginning of the world. Can you wrap your mind around that one little verse? Known of God is everything that's going to happen from the beginning of the world. That's cool. Amen. We have a big God. But you know, when I saw that, I said, okay. He's talking about this, and, and that's coming out of the book of Amos. So I went over to Amos. I don't know if this has anything to do with what I got to preach, but it's in my heart. So the preparation of the heart is what? From God. The answer to my tongue is from the Lord. Hopefully. Thank you, Lord. In, Acts, in uh, Amos chapter 8, now, you, you see here that he talks about the basket of the fruit. I'm not going to read all this. But it goes on down and says, I would turn, he says, and it shall come to pass in the day this was Israel was the rotten fruit. And I will cause the sun to go down at noon, and I will darken the, eight, the, uh, I will darken the earth in a clear day. How many of you know when the sun, when it became dark at noonday? When Jesus hung on the cross for three hours at noon. And I will turn your feast into morning. What was the Passover feast going on about that time? And all your songs into lamentation, I'll bring sackcloth upon your loins and baldness upon your head, and I will make uh, as the morning of his only son, only son, his only begotten son, and, and he says here, and the end thereof as a bitter day. How many of you know when the veil was rent from top to bottom, the old was passed away, and the new has come? Because the days come, saith the Lord, that I will send a famine in the land, not for bread or for water, but for hearing the word of the Lord. The famine for hearing the word of the Lord. Okay, here's James talking about this day. And he says, and they shall wander from, how many of you know Israel scattered from all over the world before God started bringing them back in? And he said, but I want, that's not what I really wanted to talk about. But in chapter 9, I want you to see, behold, the Lord God is upon, upon this sinful kingdom, and I will destroy it from the face of the earth. The old is gone, the new is come. Saying, I will, not utter, I will utterly destroy it. I will not utterly destroy the house of Jacob. Say, Amen. Amen. Old, Jacob now is the old man. Israel's the new man. 
And in one day, Jesus raised up Jacob. We know what day that was, don't we? Come on, give me an amen. And he says, and I will command and I will sift the house of Israel among the nations like the corn sifted in the sieve. And yet shall not the least grain fall upon the earth. Not the least. How many of you know not the least of any things he's purpose going to fall? All the sinners of my people shall die by the sword, which say, this, the evil shall not overtake us nor prevent us. Now in that day, I will raise up the tabernacle of David that is fallen. Say, that's us. My body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost is living. That's what James was saying about God raising up the Gentile nation again. Now look here. And I will build as in the days of old, that they may possess the remnant of Edom. Edom is the product of the old flesh. And all the heathen which are called by my name, saith the Lord that does this. Behold the day, saith the Lord, that the plowman shall overtake the reaper, and the treader of grape him that soweth the seed. And the mountains shall drop sweet wine, and the hills shall melt. And I will bring again the captivity of my people. We're coming down close here. But I want to see something. When he said, the plowman will overtake the reaper, and the treader of grape him that soweth the seeds. And he spoke to my heart. He says, sowing and reaping now will produce a latter harvest. But he said, I want to tell you something. That's natural. That's not spiritual. Because the plowman's going to overtake the reaper. And he that treads the grape, the ones that plants the seeds. And he was showing me what happened with Peter. Was while Peter was yet speaking that word, it manifested. So not only is what you sow and you reap going to be later on reaped. But we're coming into the place, I create the fruit of the lips. When you speak it, it's going to immediately manifest. It ain't going to go through the normal process of the plowman and the reaper. It's going to create the fruit right then. And if you start expecting it, when you say his word, when you speak your word, that signs and wonders may be done by the holy name of Jesus Christ. And with great power, say great power, gave the apostles witness of the resurrection and great grace was upon them. We are entering into the great grace time. Yes. Hallelujah. We are those people that, that believe in great grace. We were at a walk to Emmaus meeting yesterday. And uh, Royce made a statement to me, or everybody, I guess. He was in Cuba last year. And this deaf, old deaf man walked in. And he told Royce he couldn't hear out of this ear. And Royce just reached over and said, In the name of Jesus, hear. And it just popped open. And he could hear. Speak, manifest. You're entering into that time. Why do you want to put it off till sometime? This other will happen. That's because it's, it's in God's plan. Sowing and reaping is going to happen because as long as the earth is remaining. But we're entering into the time that it could either be a miracle or a healing. How many of you ever know a healing is not quite like a miracle? A healing is a process, which is where we get the word therapy, their appeal. But a miracle is a miracle. So expect the healing, but don't l- limit it to a healing. Don't put it off in time. It can be a miracle as you speak it out your mouth. 
Actually, speak it out. Remember Proverbs. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. No, I ain't going to do that. He said, what are you going to leave out the verse before it for? Okay. Proverbs 18. You know what? I, I, I like preaching out of the heart better than a message because I can't keep up with it. Y'all know me. I can't keep up with it anyhow. What difference does it make? Proverbs 18.20 A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. The creative power of the tongue. You're going to begin to see you know, he, he spoke to me. He says, what if today I tell you that everything you say is going to come to pass? Would it change the way you spoke? You remember Jesus said to the Pharisees, I'm not going to judge you. The word I've said is already going to judge you. But he says, every idle word, and that word is lazy, inactive, unemployed. Every idle word that men shall speak. They will give an account thereof in the day of judgment. For by your words, you'll be justified. By your words, you'll be condemned. He says an evil tree brings forth evil fruit. Can't help it. A good tree brings forth good fruits. So by your fruits, you'll be known. Amen. Amen. A good man, out of the good pleasure, treasure of his heart, where? Out of the good treasure of God's heart brings forth good things. We have the heart of God. It's a new heart. Out of the old heart, evil heart, comes the evil fruit. So by their fruits, you know them. What's it coming out of? And see, you have the ability. We all have the ability to speak out of either one. And you, like me, you know, I started this last, last Sunday and I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden, I was having a good time, was I, Jenna? I was saying things I shouldn't be saying, not bad things, just negative things. She wasn't here last Sunday, and I was glad, because she didn't hear what I said. But she said, you need to watch what you're saying. I thought, oh, God. How many of you know the minute you start trying to preach something, you get hammered with it? <laughs> I, how many of you know condemnation, all this stuff, and the devil comes in? Let's just see if you can really walk in this. Are you with me? And I okay, I see what's going on here. Because, see, this is the time that we need to guard your tongue. He that keepeth his mouth, Proverbs said, keeps his life, keeps his soul from trouble. And see, that, that's a man is satisfied by the fruit of his tongues. Is that good? Okay, back to the notes. Isaiah 57, 19 says, I create the fruit of the lips. Peace, peace to him that is far off and to him that is near, I will heal him. I will heal him by the creative speaking of your lips. And I really believe we're going to see more and more. You know, we, we saw it over in Africa. You see it. Walsh loves to go out of the country because he gets to see more signs and wonders happen because they don't have as much unbelief as we do. And, and so he's going back to Cuba. I'd kind of like getting his suitcase just to go watch what happens. But see, that's the normal Christian life. 
God said, I've put my words in your mouth. And you speak my word. He sent his word and healed. We've got to start seeing the value. You know, how do I say this? Mike come in this morning to the coffee shop. We, I walked in there. He was sitting there. He said, boy, it's cold. And I said, yes, yeah, January. But I said, Mike, spring is coming. Yeah. And it hit both of us. It doesn't matter what I think about it. It doesn't matter what I think. Spring's coming. How many of you know you can take it to bank? How much more if we created everything that way? It's not a matter of whether it will or won't. It's a matter of if he said it, you can take it to the bank. What if we trust God's word the same as we know what spring is going to come? Jim and I is going to get to go fishing in spring. We know it's coming. How about a farmer that sows the seed? Eric goes out there and he looks over his field and he sows all that seed in his field. He doesn't worry about whether it's going to come up or not. The rain comes, but he don't lose any sleep. I wonder if the grain's going to come. I, don't want, I wonder if it's going to happen. He already sees that grain up. He already sees it ready to harvest before he plants the seed in the ground. How much more the word of the God? What does it say in Isaiah 55, 10? As the snow comes down and the rain from heaven waters the earth and causes it to bring forth in bud that it may minister seed to the sower and bread to the eater. It will not return. When the snow and the rain fall, it will not go back up again. It's going to stay and produce what it was created to do. So shall my words be that go forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it will prosper in the thing wherein I sinned. For you'll go out with joy and be led with peace, and the mountains and the hills will break before you into singing, and the trees of the field will clap their hands. Oh, happy day. You'll be led with peace. What's he saying? My word is a creative force. When it comes out, it's designed to do what I said it's going to do. It's not going to come back empty. It's going to create it. That's, that's with us. The creative power is in our mouth. The seeds are there to sow. And, you know, I believe they will come back eventually. But we got to start seeing like spring's coming. That when we say something, we got to believe it's going to happen right there. You know, we was at the walk to a mass meeting, and Jenna's been having trouble with her ear, hurting, sharp pains. We sat through the meeting yesterday. She did a wonderful job. Soon as we got in the car, her ear didn't hurt all the time we was there. Soon as we got in the car to come home, her ear started hurting. I said, what does that tell you? You know what I believe? I believe there's somebody there with the gift of healing, and the devil knew it. He said, we can't afford to manifest. You with me? And see, there's more things going on in this realm than we realize. Amen. So I believe we're setting up for a year of sowing the long term, but I want you to be aware of the minute it comes out your mouth, expect the creative force of God to do something with that. Because as he is, when? Now, in this present world. Amen.
I got bunches of pages. <laughs> and I'll just put the pages in my heart and let them come out as they will. Is that okay? Amen. All right, let's stand. If you can stay and help, it won't take long. Well, I thank you, Father, that we are all blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And Lord, let us this be a time when the preparation of our heart and the answer of our tongue we acknowledge is from you. I know we make our plans, but you direct our steps. And Father, I thank you that this is a year we're more cautious about what it means to walk in the Spirit. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Be blessed. Hallelujah. All right.